Does it feel like the only way to sell is to do weird, sometimes creepy things that kind of put people off? Yeah, I've been there, which is exactly why I created Stay Close to the Money, a free resource that offers you 37 stupid easy ways to grow your revenue without being salesy, sleazy, or questionably moral. This free guide is available on my website and in the links in the show notes. So make sure you go download it so that you can start making more money today. Welcome back to the newest episode of Strategy Snacks. I'm your host, Frenchie Frenzy, and I'm a growth strategist and thought partner who will help you learn important business growth lessons the easier way. Get them hand-delivered in these short, easy-to-action segments. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Strategy Snacks. Today, I am so, so, so excited because we are joined by Jewel Homan, who is a friendship and authenticity coach and also an alum of Business Genius Bootcamp. I got to meet Jewel kind of through the online, you know, spaces um, in, this year in 2023. And I'm so glad we connected. I love what she's doing. I love the impact that she's having on people. So Jewel, welcome. I would love if you would just tell our listeners a little bit more about you. Yeah, thank you, Frenchie. So I, using like evidence-based and trauma-informed practices, like I can't help it. I have a degree in psychology and sociology. I've been obsessed with people and communities forever. Uh, but using those practices, I help people show up to socializing where they feel authentic and they actually enjoy like being themselves. Mm-hmm. And I help them connect more meaningfully with other people and make meaningful friendships. A lot of us know how to meet people. We don't know how to really take it to that next level and like make a friend, right? Yeah. So um, that is what I do. I've been doing it for like four years now. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. I was hyper-focusing a little bit too much today, learning even more about it. Like there's so much, <laughs> but but yeah, that's what I do. That's amazing. I mean, just as like someone who personally, especially like, in my post-college years, just struggled with being an adult and making friends. Even when I moved back to the city that I grew up in, you know, I had technically a community and all of that. Like, I can't imagine what it would have been like for me if I had moved to a city or a place where I didn't know people and I had to really start from scratch and I didn't know my way around and all of that. Um, So I think it's so important. And like, I guess, you know, before we get into our questions, I think one question I have for you is like, Do you think sometimes people feel a little bit of shame around the fact that it is hard for them to make friends? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I did myself as well. Like I was in such a denial about it, especially because I always like had friends around me, but I didn't have like the meaningful bonds that I wanted, especially when I left college, which is so normal. Um, That's like a stage that we go through like in our like late 20s, like early 30s as we're building our careers and our families and stuff like that. So I was like, yeah, I had so much shame around it. I think intrinsically we think, oh, this is something I should just know and have. And if I don't, I'm weird or awkward or right. Like something's off. And that is not the case at all. Every friendship really like has three things. There's a science to it. And once we learn that, 
it's so much easier to create and to have and like it really just eliminates the shame out of it because yeah it is just not something that quote unquote we should have just figured out like on our own totally totally and I like I'm so fascinated by the topic for a couple reasons one I think that we spend a lot of our time and energy focusing on finding a partner right which is great and wonderful and I love my husband and I'm glad I'm married to him but I actually remember this is a fun story. So I was in, um, my husband and I did premarital counseling. And that was something that I felt really strongly about because I was like, there's things that you just don't think to talk about when you're in the like premarital phase. And in one of our last sessions, our therapist had us do like sand play, which is like essentially what they use in like child therapy. And you put like figurines in sand and you kind of like map out your ideal life. So our therapist has, a do, has us do this. And it's kind of like, um, that game show for married couples, right? So he does his, I do mine. And we like compare and contrast. And mine had like a big community of friends in it. His did not, like it was not a priority for him. He's kind of just like, that's the type of guy that he is. And for me, it was really important. And so it actually like was a really important conversation point for us because I was like, this is actually something that I care about. I love my relationship with you. And also I need more than that. And I really need to invest that time and energy in making that happen. Um, And it was hard. I mean, it didn't get easy for me until I had kids and then my kids went to school. And then I had like like kind of like college, another built-in network. But if I were going back into a place where I didn't know anyone or I didn't have that built-in network, it would be really hard for me and I would immediately be calling you. So anyways, I'm glad you, that's a long way to say, I'm really glad you do what you do. And um, now let's roll into kind of like our official strategy stacks questions, but I couldn't help myself and just yeah. like dig in a little bit more. Yes, no, I think that's so good to share. And I just want to say too, that makes me so happy to hear because something that I've been really focusing on and, and marketing, I don't have kids myself. I have friends that have kids, but is marketing more to parents. And uh, because right now, actually, I I wrote it down earlier today, 32% of parents report struggling with loneliness and isolation. So a lot of people, right? Like if you are meeting people at drop-off and you're building that connection and you actually enjoy it, see, like that's amazing. So I love to help people like actually enjoy those moments where they can build that network. Cause so many people are like, no, it's just easier for me to stay in my car or I'm tired. I don't have energy, but it gives us so much more energy to go and to build that network. I could go on about it forever, but that's, that's something (sighs) that I just think is so amazing. I'm so glad you shared with everybody because it's such like an applicable way for them to go ahead and do that themselves. A different kind of strategy snack. Yeah. (laughs) It's still important. Um, Okay. So now kind of rolling into our official strategy snacks questions, you know, you run a business, you mentioned you've been doing this for four years over the past four years, what has been kind of one of the most monumental or kind of important, exciting moments in your business journey? Yeah. Well, I think honestly, of course it's, I, I mean, without a doubt, it's my, my clients and watching them even like show up to the calls in a different energy where they I can tell they just feel so much more relaxed and they like have so much more fun like one of my favorite things that like like people say to me is they're like I didn't realize how funny I was (laughs) before this right but as far as like a being a business owner goes I would say my most like monumental win was when I realized I could support myself on this 
like income. Like when it was so scary, uh, like moving out and moving into a place where I was literally like paying rent and not just from like a job that I've had where I know I'm going to get like a paycheck every couple of weeks, but from my business, that was mind blowing to me. It was absolutely amazing. So I don't have to yeah. say that. I also imagine, unless you have like the coolest, most supportive family ever, that people were like, what, you're going to make money helping people make friends? Yes. (laughs) No offense to your family. Like, I'm just saying this. I think this is like pretty commonplace that like people like the trades and they like to know that you're going into like the secure path. So the fact that you could really build that for yourself is amazing. Thank you. And that's actually such a good point. So I wrote about this recently. I found out that a friend group that I had in college, like they were making fun of me for like posting and making fun of my business. Um, so, which is like, everybody has a moment like that. And like, it's being able to do the work that I do. I knew how to navigate that rejection, but I will say it made that moment of like moving out like so much sweeter. Of like course. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh. Of course, I have a theory, this is unproven, but I have a theory that, so I talk a lot about this idea of the why and having like a real and honest why behind your business, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that there's the marketing why, which is like the beautifully poetic, like I help blank do blank. So that blank, you know, whatever, cool. But then it's like, what is getting you out of bed in the morning? And Mm -hmm. I have a theory that it's one of four things, okay? Power, money, status, or revenge. And sometimes a combination of those four things. So that like little revenge piece of like proving others wrong feels amazing. You need to talk about it more. <laughs> yes, I love that. Um, okay, so on the flip side of that, on this journey, what has been kind of one of the bigger, harder lessons to learn along the way? Honestly, and this was before I, uh, not to like turn this whole thing into like a testimonial for Business Genius Bootcamp, <laughs> but before I straight up Frenchie, I have this memory of sitting at my kitchen table at my counter and I was like, had just got done crying. My partner came home from work and I was like, I don't know what to do. Like I've been at this level and I can like sustain this level and that's about it. Like, I don't know what to do to go forward. And like, I knew I wanted to like start a group. I've been working with people one-on-one for years uh, like my program honestly is down to an art, but there's like a, a cap with that. And I didn't want to like, just people cause people would just say like charge more. And I was like, that's not a satisfying enough answer to me. You know what I mean? I was like, I don't want to just charge more. I love, like I operate from like a sliding scale. Um, so I have different price points anyway, for people that are in different situations. I love that. I'm not giving that up. So I was like, I don't know what to do. And getting your emails where you were explaining, like, do the right work at the right time for like what you want and what you want to build. I, it was like you stepped into my brain and took what I was like struggling with. Because again, I had that moment where I was at the kitchen table, like just got done crying, talking to my partner. And I was like, I don't know what to do going forward. So my biggest uh, I, I know, I guess this is like also a monumental win, but like the real big, like strategy, I think for me is to really operate from a strategy because the strategy I had up until that point was 
right? Like grow your mindset, grow your mindset. Like that was what was being pumped out. I feel like it, it is pumped out a lot and don't get me wrong. Mindset is really important. However, it felt like I was just throwing spaghetti at the wall. Like I was just aimlessly like walking around and having a long-term strategy where I can be like, okay, right now I need to do like lead generation work, right? So that way I could sell at this group. And then once I do that, right, I want to uh, make sure my delivery is good. And then like, I have my whole year planned out for next year for what I want to create, what I want to do. And like, I have ADHD, like so bad. Um, And I, this is something that I have kept since we've done it in Business Genius Bootcamp and I have not altered it or changed it at all. Not that I'm willing to like move around like months or anything, but I haven't changed it at all because it's like, okay, yes, like this is what I need to do to take a step forward. I also think like a really big breakthrough that I had, which is really small. So it's like, (laughs) like a little like strategy cake pop, but like (laughs) is was understanding that that there was a difference between lead generation and nurturing people. I think Mm -hmm. I was doing so much nurture and don't get me wrong, that definitely created business for me, but I was doing so much, so, so much posting, so much content creation. I was like connecting with people that I already had in my network and I wasn't doing anything to get myself like, not that I wasn't doing anything, but I really wasn't focusing on getting my message in front of other audiences and so understanding that lead generation is also like almost like an outward thing to like Mm -hmm. get in front of other people that alone was like mind-blowing to me because I was like oh like all I've just been doing is like nurturing like no wonder I like don't have like as much demand for like the group that I would want (laughs) Mm -hmm. so yeah that's yeah I could go on forever about that (laughs) <laughs> well, I love it. And also just, you know, to our listeners, I swear I didn't pay you to say this or any of <laughs> that you just said. No, but I think it's so important because I think, you know, obviously my hypothesis is that this is a problem for a lot of us is that, you know, okay, yes, yeah, so you like pump up your mindset. And before I know the mindset police might come after me for this one, but my overall philosophy on it is like, you need to work on your mindset. But part of working on your mindset is building the evidence to disprove it right? And Mm -hmm. to build the evidence, you need to take action, right? It's not just like, it's not just happening in your head. It happens outside of your head. It happens in the choices you make and the steps you actually take. Um, So, you know, I'm glad that you did that work because I think that when that work is like there, it sets such a strong foundation, but then like now you get to build the business and you get to take the steps to do it. So I'm super excited for you. You are like, just gonna, I'm so excited for 2024 and you. Thank you. Okay. And last, but certainly not least, what is one strategy snack that you want to share with our listeners? Yeah. So, and this was not planned. I I, like, I had something kind of like different in mind, but so what you just said, right? Like the mindset piece, like I really feel like before, and I was so proud of this. I still am proud of this, but I think my business grew and I did really well, especially in the first couple of years without honestly knowing a lick of like marketing or business, like not knowing a dang thing about (laughs) it. And I think I did really well because I felt really connected to my people. Now, granted, my business is, I would argue, has like a little bit more of like an emotional lens. Like it's not like go out there, like make a bunch of money. It's like 
let's go out there and feel great about yourself and feel like you belong and make meaningful friendships. Like that's there's a little different vibe to that. But I think feeling so connected to people that when I would network with people, that I, when I'd have like coffee chats with people, I would meet with them and I'd be so interested and like curious about them. I'd be curious about my audience. And I did really well in my first couple of years of business just doing that. And the mindset behind that was like, I just, just caring about other people and having like emotional capacity to do that. Um, that was so helpful for me. Amazing. I love it. Okay. And last but not least, what is one strategy snack that you want to share with our listeners? Yeah. So kind of like I just said with that moment at the kitchen table, I like in what you just said about mindset and stuff as well. Like I really think like mindset helped me so much in the beginning because I really, and like, it was like, honestly, a mindset of connection. Like I was just really thinking about my people when I would network with people, when I would have coffee chats with people, just a lot of care for my people, a lot of connection for my people. And I really think that, especially for the first couple of years, as I was just going, getting started. And even though I didn't know a lick about business, that that helped me so much. And now it was like, okay, I need a strategy to go forward. And then I can work on my mindset to like follow through with that strategy. But I found too, one thing that I heard somebody talking about the other day was market research and like making sure you are getting what your people want. And I was like, oh, I need to go like do like a market research project. And then I was like, wait, I have like, like a whole backlog of like notes and things that people have said. Like I have been unintentionally like, or not, I should say unintentionally, but like I was unaware that I was doing market research for four years where I was writing down what people were saying because I was so interested in my client and like when people go through my program, like all of my clients are like, it feels like you made this just for me, right? Like it feels so good for that. People will like DM me and be like, it feels like you were in my brain. And honestly too, that's how I became a client of yours was I was like, oh, this person really gets me. And then when I went to your workshop, I was like, oh, this also, this person really gets me, understands me. And this person also cares about me and the other people here. And that alone, like I never, especially because I was like, I really thought for sure um, I was going to be a full-time therapist, which uh, yeah, I'm in grad school, but I don't <laughs> want to be a full-time therapist, <laughs> but um, I really thought for sure that's what I was going to do. And this was just going to be my fun hobby thing. So I think also I just wasn't in a mindset to just try to like get things from people, but just being really about my people. Um, because again, that market research I created what they wanted and I like learned incessantly like so much about what they wanted and what they were saying. Like if, if a client said to me, I can be fine in social situations, but when I leave and the overthinking starts and then I'm in like my bed at night, like I listened to so many stories like that. And so I created like the social after kit, aftercare kit for them. And that was because I was listening and so intently like interested in them and what they needed. So that would be my strategy stack. And then growing farther, like my own strategy stack for like myself is really just 
the strategy that you taught in Business Genius Bootcamp. Thank you. Love it. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. So to everyone listening who is like, how do I connect with Jewel? I want to know more about making friends and really building those relationships. Where can people find you and connect with you um, and all those good things? Yeah. So uh, at connection with Jewel, like J-E-W-E-L, like a gem, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> all over like social media, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, uh, connection with Jewel. My website is being redesigned right now, but uh, that will also be connection with Jewel and jewelholman.com. So cool. there's that. I am also, uh, depending on like when this comes out, I am speaking at the largest women's conference in Michigan, which is so cool. It's where I'm from America's high five, but, <laughs> uh, that will be at the end of April. It's called empower her. Um, so then there's going to be so many people there. So if you are in the area by chance, come say hi for sure. It'll be amazing. Cool. Cool. I love it. And we'll link all of that in the show notes so that you, um, you know, anyone listening can just go get it. Joel, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for sharing your wisdom and your experience. I'm so grateful for you and getting to know you. And I am so excited for anyone who gets to learn from you and, you know, build their own friendships and community. Thanks for the work that you do. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me and for everything else that you have done for me. Thanks for listening to this episode of Strategy Snacks. Head to the show notes for a full list of links and resources mentioned, and I'll be back next week with more bite-sized business advice.